imagine a report, a classified document, all right, that contains details of a classified project that never existed only to cover for the real classified project that it's trying to protect. Think about that. A top secret classified document and project that is fake to cover for the real one. How secretive does this go? How deep does this go? Now, ultimately, I think what this comes down to is that people in general, and I'm not claiming myself to be an expert, but people perceive government in a way that is very one-minded, in a way that they want you to think. And that has to do with the psychological aspect of it. But ultimately, the way in which government is perceived is that in which is limited based on the words chosen within our minds, right? So when you say deep state or you say shadow government or you say de facto government, people automatically think or most people might think, okay, we're diving into the conspiracy rabbit hole realm. No, 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 no. We're talking about certain individuals that have a very human approach to sort of a secret society within the government. Now, the main reason why I'm talking about this is because I'm talking about the marriage of the private sector and the public sector in a very, very classified manner. And so we have certain people from within the intelligence community that are very close to certain people within the military industrial complex. But again, that's ultimately the private sector in order to keep things secret. Now, this is probably the most exciting episode I've done at least in a, in a couple of weeks, in my opinion. Now, before I do that, I just want to give a very quick shout out to Ryan Boone. Brother, thank you so much for watching. And I promise I will get to everybody very shortly in the coming days with the rest of the shout outs. So let's get into it. Report 509. So there's a few layers of the onion. Metaphorically, we got to peel back here. First off, what we're going to see here is that Report 509 officially, if you Google it, is a United Nations document talking about children and armed conflict. Allegedly, you know, children being caught in, in, in the crossfire, in, particularly in the Middle East and all that, which I don't doubt happens. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's fake. Of course that happens. But this document, which is multi-paged, which I read through uh, very thoroughly, implies that there are abductions by UFOs. Now, it doesn't say UFOs. I'll tell you right now because I don't want to lie to you guys. By UFOs within the Middle East that the CIA cannot confirm as to whether or not these terrorist cells are kidnapping the children for them or what's going on there. But this is mentioned within that document. But that's not even the point of all this. That's a front document for the real document here. Now, what is the real document? So let's take a look here. The real document of Report 509 comes from Project Maybell. Now, what is Project Maybell? It's not a project. It's a person. Maybell is one of the few people that went to the deepest level of the deep underground military bases because there's a bunch of them all over the country and all over the world, even underwater in the oceans and stuff. But ultimately, once you get to the very deepest level, everything is sort of connected, kind of like when you're in an airport hangar and you have just big walls, you know, separating things ultimately. That's what's going on here. We're talking about a major underground city. Not a town, not a base, a city, a major underground city that connects all of the other deep underground military bases. And how do I know this? Well, again, I've mentioned the names many times. Al Bilek, Phil Schneider, you name it. These guys, Janet Airlines, you know, the, the dumbs, the deep underground military bases, they themselves have admitted they did not have clearance to get to the lowest level of these deep underground military bases. They admitted, they said, listen, we're not going to lie to you guys in their speeches before they committed suicide. I say that with air quotes. They said, we don't know what goes on at the deepest level. All we do know from things they've heard is that once you go down to the deepest level, you cannot come back up. And that makes perfect sense. And I'll explain why. So let's take a look at the livingmoon.com. So Project Gleam 
which was a classified project, guys, to cover for Project Aquarius. And we, this is going to come full circle very quickly. Project Gleam started in 1953 on order of President Eisenhower, who was convinced that the UFOs represented a threat for the national security of the United States. In 1966, Project Gleam became Project Aquarius end quote, or was a cover for Project Aquarius. Now, the only part of this classified report 509 that is allegedly the only official report that has come from the lowest level of the deep underground military bases I'm putting up on the screen right now for you guys, and I'll, I'll be totally honest with you, it's covered up as an unclassified document trying to make it look nonchalant and all that. It doesn't really say much, all right? But what it does say is that this is from the Maybell Technical Workshop. Now, there's evidence to suggest the Maybell Technical Workshop is a branch of the fusion cell within the CIA that I've done an episode on, I think about a week, week and a half ago, that also connects to many different interbreeding and experimentation going on within the deepest level of the military, uh, the deep underground base. And the reason why this is brought up is because there are things such as multidimensional islands, forced interbreeding between humans and aliens, things like Agartha, all of this is deeply intertwined and connected at the deepest level, which is why so few people have access to it, but it gets even better. So let's take a look at this website, for example. Let's take a look at bibliotecaplates.net. Now, what I love about this website, guys, is that if you want to check it out, they have archives of transcripts and documents, both declassified and leaked documents that discuss the seriousness of aliens, spirituality, hermetic everything but this is the most important part i would dare to say of this episode now let's take a look this is an official transcript of a an intelligence officer briefing president ronald reagan on the ufo scenario now there's a few different topics here that it covers and it breaks down the transcript very very well i must say but ultimately when we look here it says and i quote Reagan asks, are you telling me there are different races or species, as you said, visiting Earth at the same time? Can you tell me how many different species have visited us? Visited us. The caretaker states at least five, and the caretaker it means the intelligence officer. An advisor who's not named in the transcript says, Mr. President, this is a very difficult question to answer. There are many parameters that we follow to evaluate the threat. However, we have little intelligence on four of the five. We have plenty of intel on the Ebens. Gee, they've given us everything we've asked for. They have also helped us to understand the other four species. I'm afraid to say, Mr. President, and please don't misunderstand my words, but we think one of the species is very hostile, meaning dangerous, right? Now, before I go on, end quote, I want to mention... The Ebens. Where are the Ebens from? Now, for those who've been watching the show for a while, you'll know that about three or four months ago, I did an episode called Project Serpo, which had to do with an exchange program between some aliens coming to Earth and some humans going to the planet Eben, right? And so we're going to take a look at that, but let's just move on anyway. So Reagan then says, I'm the president of the United States. I should know if we are endangered by some threat from outer space. If you have something to say about a threat posed by this one species of aliens, then I want to hear it. All right. The intelligence officer then explains, Mr. President, we have intelligence that would indicate this one species of aliens have abducted people from Earth. They've performed scientific and medical tests on the humans. To the best of our knowledge, no humans have been killed. End quote. Now, this actually explains a lot of different things. This explains the multiple kidnappings in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even in the 90s. But ultimately, as it dissipated in the last 20 years, we'll see that because of Report 509, this has calmed things down. And I'll get to that in a second. Now, 
the, the, the advisor then goes on to say, and I quote, we have captured one of these hostile aliens. This gets into some very, very sensitive areas. Mr. President, I strongly suggest we end this discussion and move on to any further questions you might have and then get back to this. I don't think we are prepared to provide you with accurate answers to your questions about the potentiality of the potentially hostile aliens at this time. Then Reagan says, okay, but expect this to be given to me as soon as possible. I want to know everything about these hostile creatures, so I, or I mean we should start forming policies on how to deal with them. Do we have operational war plans on this? And the, the advisor then says, yes, Mr. President, we have war plans on all potential threats to our country. All right. Then the caretaker, another, so there's an advisor, then an intelligence officer. The intelligence officer then says, we call the hostile imp- Aliens simply that, HAV, meaning hostile alien visitors. MJ-12 placed that code on them back in the 50s, end quote. Okay. Then Reagan says, this is where it gets big. You mean that, the, you mean to say these HAVs have been visiting us and kidnapping our people since the 50s. Then, an advisor says, Mr. President, we have some indication that they may have been doing this for some time, but we really have to consider all the evidence listed in our reports and compare that to some of the open source information. End quote. Now, if you want to keep reading, I'm going to continue. I'm going to provide this link to you guys, as you've seen on the screenshots. But the point here is this. This covers so many different things. MJ-12. What was that? The Majestic 12, the top secret group of scientists, geologists and military generals that were put together to reverse engineer the material that happened on Roswell that occurred over there. Now, the next important thing is this. They did not want to tell the president certain things. Why? Because there were certain humans that were involved with certain species of aliens in time travel experimentation, and we got proof of that, which I also covered yesterday as well. Let's take a look. So if we see here, the schist disk, all right? Now, the schist disk is allegedly, give or take, about 5,000 years old, roughly. Now, here's the interesting thing. It's been alleged to be, you know, some type of wheel or some type of mechanism for an ancient civilization, but the interesting thing about the schist disk that a lot of publications like National Geographic, uh, you know, History Channel and all that don't like to talk about is that the, this particular disk emits extremely strong frequencies that also have within them the ghost particle that I've talked about many times before, that seems to be as though it was a mechanism that was part of some teleportation device. Now, I'm not trying to say that this disc was the teleportation device. All I'm trying to say is that it was a part of it, okay? And then you might say, Dave, how do we know that humans and aliens were teleporting with one another? Well, it mentions it in Report 509 very briefly before it gets redacted. But then on top of all that, if we take a look here, let's see, for example, at the different uh, the different evidence that we have. For example, the helicopter hieroglyphs. This is clear evidence to suggest that certain people have been teleporting with the use of alien technology to alter history in order to favor the future down the road which connects to the fusion cell now you might say okay dave did reagan end up finding out everything that he was briefed on and i will tell you right now he did not why this is what i was talking about at the beginning of the episode when i mentioned a de facto government or a shadow government there's a human aspect to the military the militaristic structure of the government, all over, of of world governments, but mainly the United States, you know, Israel, Russia, China, and all that, the main countries, the, the large powerhouses that will not disclose the president on certain things because they feel they don't need to tell them. Now, you might say, okay, that's impossible. The president knows everything. Hold on a second, guys. If you are the director of the CIA, okay, and this has happened before, I'll give you some quick examples, but if you're the director of the CIA and you are responsible 
for deciding what you should tell and not tell the president. If the president doesn't know something, how is he going to force you to tell him about something he doesn't know? Right. And I think that's a very simple but principalistic factor that a lot of people overlook. I'll give you a prime example. If we take a look at George H.W. Bush, George Bush's father, he was um, before he was president, he was vice president under Reagan, I believe. And before he was vice president under Reagan, he was head of the CIA. These are the type of people, guys, George H.W. Bush, that would probably know everything. And when I mean everything, I'm talking about secrets about aliens and all that. Why? Not because he was vice president and president, but because he was CIA director and he has a long-standing track record of being involved in the military-industrial complex and intelligence community for so many years. So you don't necessarily... What I'm trying to say here, guys, is this. Your label as a politician, pardon my English, means jack shit, okay? You could be the president and, for example, President Clinton knows things about aliens that President Obama never knew. Why? Because they choose how much they want to disclose to them, right? And they, when I say they, I'm referring to the military-industrial complex and the intelligence guys, right? But not all of them, certain ones, right? And so it's almost as though when President George H.W. Bush was asked if he should brief the president at the time, I believe it was uh, Jimmy Carter, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. If they should brief Jimmy Carter on the UFO stuff, President H.W., uh, George H.W. Bush uh, sorry, CIA director George H.W. Bush at the time said, no, 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 we're not going to tell him about that. Because again, how are you going to force something out of somebody if you don't even know that it exists and they have that information? That's how the secrets are kept. Now, let's get more into Report 509 and what this discusses. So if we take a look here, we're going to see, and again, this is bibliotecaplates.net, a different transcript, okay? And so when I quote, this talks about specifically... Uh, Project Eben and the different exchange programs and things like this. It talks about how the doctrine of the aliens are the face of the manipulative extraterrestrials, end quote. Now, the concept of this is to say that ancient alien groups in the past were actually coming down and trying to instill certain religious beliefs to limit our minds, and this has been continued over time. Now, the question then becomes, are there certain alien races or things like this that take control or take precedent over the human forms of the government? This seems to be the case with an indication of the Galactic Federation that the former Israeli space defense minister spoke about. But the things I want to talk about regarding what occurs in these deep underground military bases at the bottom level is the most important thing. So again, I, I do have to say viewer discretion is advised for those that are going to watch or listen moving forward from now. But you ever heard of rape racks? I'm putting the picture up right now. Rape racks are a terrible thing. It's what a lot of people around the world use. I believe uh, farmers or I forgot exactly what business. But anyways, to make animals breed, to make animals have kids, they literally throw the animals in a machine living and they literally make them. It's forcible rape through a machine. Think about that, except with a human and an extraterrestrial. Just constantly, boom, put one body in, try this one, mix up different things. That's exactly what's going on here. Not only that, but there's a deep connection with the civilization of Agartha. Now, the people of Agartha, within the very bottom level, don't care what goes on as long as they can stay uh, far away from that physically, you know, geographically, and also if they're not disturbed. Now, where is Agartha? Directly underneath Antarctica. So clearly, it's, you know, there's a lot of space between Antarctica 
and Agartha and these underground military bases. Now, Agartha, again, we have ample evidence to suggest from Admiral Byrd and things like this that this exists, but and also from the Nazis as well, but that's not the point. Ultimately, what's very important about Agartha is that there are certain islands that are multidimensional islands that are within the Earth that the deep underground military bases have gotten to ultimately that have a contractual obligation to not touch these multidimensional islands because they help teleportation in the use of positive of electrons which allow for spiritual ascendance in the sense of esotericism which directs connectly with the ghost particle in the schist disc that i mentioned earlier about how teleportation and this very strong frequencies through the use of some type of old mechanism is that of humans and aliens teleporting back and forth now this is one of the reasons why these advisors didn't want to tell reagan about every little thing because it would literally sound like something out of a movie, and I would like to think Ronald Reagan, well, he was a ruthless guy, I mean, you got you kind of have to be when you get to that position in life, or that position in politics, but I'd like to think he still had some morals, so if he knew everything that was going on, he would probably order the immediate shutdown of these operations, which they cannot afford, and they, well, they believe they cannot afford, and again, this is a prime example of a classified project covering for another one that intertwines with things like the fusion cell, Project Serpo, the human et alien exchange program and all that now the document if we head back to the uh, present the alleged briefing of the transcript talks about how on planet serpo there are two moons and things like this all right and so let's see here for example the care the caretaker which is you know redacted name says to president reagan mr president in 1964 we were able to have our very first controlled encounter with the ebens let me first give you the background ebe was a mechanic not a scientist he's still able to teach us some of the eben language their language is very difficult for our linguistics team uh for our linguistics to learn because it consisted of tones not words however we were able to translate basic words EBE showed us their communication device. It was a strange-looking device that had three parts. Once assembled, the device sent out signals, something like our Morse code system, although there was a problem. End quote. Now, long story short, this had to do with the communication device retrieved from the 1947 Roswell crash, but this is also the connection. The device he's talking about is the schist disk. And so you might think, how the hell is a 5,000-year-old device connected to something in today's day and age or something, you know, from the 80s or 90s? How the hell is that even possible, right? And this is exactly the point because there's been loops through time of time traveling that this report 509 indicates that is occurring that they did not want to brief Reagan on because essentially the ultimate secret is, sir, we're manipulating time and crossbreeding inter uh, aliens and interdimensional uh, metaphysical esoteric beings. Not just actual, you know, beings with consciousness, but forms of nature in order to allow for a more fluid timeline, not just on Earth, but within the relative cosmos of the universe that is geographically distant and relative to that of the Milky Way galaxy. Because again, everything is interconnected. So it's all about electrons, you know, positron, all of that physics, quantum physics, and this understanding is a deep, delicate balance in connection with the fusion cell as well. Now, you might say, Dave, what about Project Serpo, the human-alien exchange program? Well, if we take a look at that, we'll see that ultimately humans ended up staying there on this planet. One of them ended up dying, and I'll, I have the report. Uh, one of them ended up dying. A couple went back, but long story short, 
it was pretty much a successful operation, and these Ebens seem to be very friendly with um, with humans in general. So I know that's a lot to take in, but I want you guys to let me know what you think because ultimately it's extremely interesting. And assuming these transcripts are legitimate, which again this website has been fantastic and very credible. We have to take this very seriously so we can gain a more deeper understanding of what went on in these underground bases. And on top of that, understand that this is all interconnected, right? So thank you guys so much for watching and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.